Welcome to another episode of Married Watching Anime. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. We got a new one for you, everybody. It's Radiant, episodes one and two. Radiant sweet. It's pretty cool. I'm, I've... We're going to be watching this one together. I've watched the first six episodes. I haven't gone past it because we're going to experience it together and kind of have a new experience it at the same time feeling for this anime. And we're going to try and see how we how we do going forward. So the first three episodes, because we usually do two at a time, will be me knowing what's going on in advance. And then after that, I'm going to have no clue what's <laughs> going on. You're going to be just as lost as me. <laughs> but what I've seen so far, I really enjoy. It's a lot more lighthearted than other animes that we've watched. Yes. And it's, there's still good action. There's still some emotional stuff in it, but it's also very cute and just silly. It is. Yeah, that's a good description for the first two episodes for sure. We've also, not to review, but you've made me watch, what is it? That time I was reincarnated as a slime. I finally got her past the first episode and she's enjoying it a lot more. Yeah, the first episode, I had no idea what was going on and said, I don't want to watch this. So like six weeks later, you finally said, can we watch another episode? And it, it got better. And now we're like in the back half of season one. Yes. So we'll probably do a full season recap. Of slime, that would probably be what we would do if we do anything with it. Yeah, but then we have Demon School coming out. That's coming up too. Oh, that's and the Demon Slayer movie. Oh, oh, Demon Slayer movies at the end of this month. We're in April now, everybody. Yeah, so depending yes. on when you listen to this, uh, and Arumakun is season two starts on the seventeenth. Okay. So, we're very excited. Yes, so we have lots of anime in our future. <laughs> so, be looking forward to all these episodes coming out. Uh, the first episode, episode one, is titled The Young Sorcerer Seth. They, <laughs> they kind of put these two lines next to it, and they like they, they kind of go into something. I, I like how they title their episodes. Yeah, they're cool title cards. So, uh, this is pulled from the Radiant uh, Fandom Wiki. A boy named Seth who lives in the modest town of Pompo Hills, tries hard every day to become a great sorcerer. However, he fails, angers the villagers, and makes trouble for his foster mother and teacher Alma. One day, a nemesis egg falls from the sky into the country town. Only sorcerers can defeat the nemesis, and Seth decides to fight on behalf of the townspeople. However, the strength of the nemesis is beyond imagination. Now, that's a little bit off, and we'll go over why that synopsis is, isn't actually actually correct, but we actually are going to introduce something a little different in this one, and I'm calling it the new character corner. And now when I'm introducing characters here, I'm introducing ones that I believe or we believe are going to be relevant to the show as a whole, and not just temporary characters in the episode, unless they're worth noting. Fair enough. So there's, I'll mention one character that I don't have written down here who's worth noting, but I don't think he's going to be important to the series. But we get introduced to our main character, Seth. And so he's the main protagonist. Uh, he's accident prone. He wants to prove himself to be a sorcerer and also wants to be accepted by the townspeople. Do we know how old Seth is? If I had to guess, I would say he is... 13 to 15. Okay, that's what I was thinking as well. In that age range, I'm, I'm thinking 15, 16 at oldest. Yeah. 
He's, but my guess is he's like 13 or 14. Yes, he's very, I don't want to say immature because that's not, he's he's very dedicated and all that jazz, but he just doesn't. He's reckless. He's reckless and he doesn't quite fully know the world yet. And he doesn't comprehend his actions very well. Yes. So. <laughs> no, he does not. He do, he, he's the kind of person that acts and thinks after he acts. Like the giant boulder that he shoots off into a ranch and uh, then starts a stampede. It is quite amazing. I just thought of tremors the whole time. But they're elephant cows. They are elephant cows. They're adorable. They're super cute. How many cows does it take to make a stampede? <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> the other main character uh, is Alma. Uh, Seth's caretaker and mentor. They mentioned foster mother. I guess that's technically correct. We don't really know at this point what she actually is to him other than a teacher of some sort and somebody who's looking after him. It doesn't really go into much detail in this episode how they actually... Yeah, you can tell she's not his actual mom, I guess. As far as we know, that she's not his actual mom. Uh, she's training him in magic and helping him survive. Their actual relationship, and how, like I said earlier, is unknown. But uh, she's always stuck cleaning up after Seth's mess and, and actions. Yes, and people in this world don't like sorcerers at all. No. Which is a problem. The only other character I'll note, but I don't think he's important to the series, is Tommy. That is the boy that uh, Seth interacts with and gets along with. He's probably like six, seven. Yes. And Tommy... Uh, Wants to see him perform magic, and that's why he's hanging out with him. But he's also like, dude, what are you doing? You you can just tell me that you don't know how to do magic. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the episode actually kicks in with Seth running through that town. Uh, he pays for some bread, so he doesn't just steal it. He hops in the store and grabs bread. And I thought like, he was pulling an Aladdin. <laughs> it looked like it, but he uh, he paid for the bread. And then he realizes that he has a he wants to meet up with Tommy to show him magic. Where he pulls out these uh, spell books and he's bragging about them. And Tommy's like, you just took those off the shelf without talking to Alma, didn't you? Yep. (laughs) Yep. And he's like, if she doesn't find out, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. So he tries to start doing spells and he's failing at all of them. So he goes, fine, fine, fine. I'm going to show you a spell I came up with. It's called Titan Punch. It seems like it's his signature move where he charges all this magic into his hand. They call it Fantasia. Oh, the world that they're in? No, the magic. Oh, that's okay. they're, they're referring to the method of using magic as Fantasia. Okay. And so he develop, he draws it into his hand and then he punches a boulder. And like you said earlier, it hits a cattle ranch. Yes, Falcon Punch, as you said. Yeah, it looks like he mastered Falcon Punch. Yes. And it broke the gate down and the cattle just start... Stampeding. Uh, after them and through the town square... And all of the townsfolk are like, what the heck is going on? And then they see that it's Seth. And they're like, oh, this kid again. <laughs> what like, the heck? He goes, it'll be okay as long as Alma doesn't find out. And then he runs Literally right. runs right past her as she's trying to buy rope and boards. <laughs> yep. And uh, she's just like, what? Seth? Mm-hmm. And then she uh, cleans it up with her magic. Yes, but the townsfolk still blame her for mm-hmm. him, and she, you know, says, I'll pay for the damages, just because that's about all she can do. She's yeah. never going to win their favor. Yeah, and she she's much more wise to that world and how everything yes. is, where Seth is still naive, despite her telling him a hundred times that people are scared of him for being a sorcerer. Yeah, it's like I told you, it's kind of like uh, the mutants in X-Men. Like, the X-Men are good, but everybody... Hates mutants. Yep. So, 
And so he uh, he gets in trouble with her, but you miss the whole most important thing is she stacks all the cows on she top of him. She does stack the cows. They it's are very, adorable. They are super cute in this episode. <laughs> so Seth's punishment is he's got to clean the house. The reason I said the uh, synopsis was a little inaccurate, they're not necessarily living in town. They have a floating house. And the way I describe it is think up. Yes. But a, one singular giant balloon holding Rather than like 2,000 giant balloons. Yes, and they have an balloons. actual area that they can walk around outside of it as well. Like a circular That's cool. deck almost. Yeah. But their house is, it very much reminds me of Up in a way. Yes. But, but they also have little cute little bat familiars in there too. They did. They were, everything's cute about this anime. Uh, and then he apologizes to her, but also is wondering why she took the blame for him. And she's trying to explain to him that the world is dangerous mm-hmm. and if he keeps acting up they she mentioned something called the inquisition will come after him we don't know anything about them yet but we're gonna find out eventually i'm sure mm-hmm. so he becomes determined that evening that the he comes up with the idea while, cl- idea while cleaning the house is that he wants to find radiant that's the name that's it's right now it's just a myth of where these creatures called nemesis come from they're the reason that are causing the problems. The reason people get magic power or are able to use it is because they survive contact from the nemesis. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're considered cursed beings. Yes. And almost displays something like a curse. It's like a big headache, but we couldn't quite tell what was happening with her. It did, they didn't really go into detail with it. Mm-hmm. But all of them have an actual curse afflicted with them as well. So stuff will happen to them uh, out of the ordinary that wouldn't happen to normal people. Okay. As well as being able to use magic, which is not normal either. Yeah, so far all we've seen was that, you know, half second of... A headache of something, yeah. but they didn't really show what else is going on with her. Uh, but he decides that he's going to find this place that is of myth. They don't even know if it's... They don't believe it's real or it's... like why I call it a myth. Uh, he's going all Drake Uncharted and trying Nathan to find... Drake. Yeah, he's going Nathan Drake and trying to find this place. But that's he—that's his determination because he wants to destroy. He's going to be the, a nemesis hunter. Yes, he wants to hunt the nemesis, and he wants to find this place to destroy that. And almost job is a nemesis hunter. Everybody, that's what she does. She goes around and hunts them for a living. Yep. And rescues town folks. So the next day, he's playing with Tommy again, even though he was told not to leave the house. He was told not to leave the house, and Tommy was told not to hang out with Seth anymore. <laughs> and they both just ignored it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and Nemesis Egg falls into the town. So Tommy goes to warn the town to help escape, and Seth goes back to get equipment because he's going to fight it, or that's what he wants to do, because Alma isn't there. She went to a different island because they. she was informed that a Nemesis Egg was there. So she's going to fight that Nemesis. Yes. Seth decides to take this... He lands on the egg, uh, and he decides that he's going to fight this newly hatched Nemesis. And he's nearly killed by the thing. It just overwhelms him completely. The Nemesis looks like... How did I describe it? It looks strong, like strong Sad. <laughs> If anyone's ever watched Homestar Runner, there's a character named Strong Sad. It does look very similar to Strong Sad. Yes, but it's got like the mask of uh, that one movie. <laughs> that is not helpful. Are you thinking Spirited Away? Yes, thank you. It also reminded me a little bit of Baymax. But yes. he was all black rather than all, all white. Yeah, Baymax and Strong Sad with the mask from Spirited Away. And he just goes, yes. and he sounds like Bunger. 
Yes, he does sound like a bunger from Bug Snacks. We kept saying that. It's a very derpy enemy, but it's very powerful. Uh, the episode ends with him being rescued by a group of four male sorcerers that he's never seen before. They appear in the island and that they uh, they rescue him. So a quick point of reference that I, I don't understand yet, but it looked like the island was floating. I did not see that. I just knew that their house was up in the air. It looked like the island was floating. We'll have to pay attention to it. I just, I don't know if that's true or not. It just looked like it was floating in the sky. Okay. Why that is, maybe that's just part of the world, but it just showed it in the air. Okay. I guess we'll have to pay closer attention. (laughs) At least I will. (laughs) Yeah, it looked like the island was floating. We don't know why. I just, point of reference, if anyone watches and and sees it, just let us know what you, you, you can go with. What would you give that episode? First, you know, first impressions, and then what would you, what's your grade? First impressions, it was very cute, and it was a little frustrating just because, you know, the sorcerers are there to protect the people from the threat of the nemesis, which isn't a huge threat, but when they show up, they are. Mm-hmm. And it's very much a little like uh, Rising of the Shield Hero, where they just don't like him. They yeah, like they're Alma. not as they're nasty to him, not in the way Shield Hero. No, is. not at all. They're more just like, please get out of here. Yeah, Shield well, Hero's they're, dark. They're just yeah. Whereas this one, it's it's they're still nasty. They're mean, but they're it's it's more lighthearted than that. Yes. Uh, rating. Yeah, out of ten. Seven and a half. Yeah, I gave this an eight five. Seven to ten is the range I wanted to be in for me to yeah. keep watching after the first episode. It was intriguing enough for me to want to keep watching. Like, I had questions and it wasn't like, you know, with the slime one where it wasn't, I don't want to watch any more of this. It was, okay, put on the next episode and let's see if there's some answers. And there kind of were. Yeah, they, they, they're adding more to the puzzle rather than leaving you trying to figure out the world and they kind of give a synopsis of everything every episode so they're adding a little bit more lore which is nice yes because i think there's going to be a lot that we're going to have to try to remember yeah i think they're going to be more i hope it's more character focused the world building is nice but i like the character focus too okay episode two true courage bravery so again, it's another one of those fun titles where it's, it says True Courage and then they have some dashes and it says Bravery. So I like that. Okay. I like how they tie the stuff. You're like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's fine. We already talked about That's that. That's whatever you were talking about for you. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Bravery Quartet appears and Seth meets sorcerers other than Alma for the first time. Seth, who wants to prove he can play an active role, offers to work with Don Bossman. <laughs> what a name. I know. It's us by the sorcerer's will. The boss asks him to hold off Nemesis while the band of sorcerers evacuates the town and trusts us with the big role. Seth fights against the Nemesis again. So our character cor- corner, the Bravery Quartet. Oh my gosh, yes. So there are four of them. There's only two of them that are named. The other two are unnamed. So there's Don Bossman and Juliebert uh, Genoa. Gigi. Also known as Gigi. He's hilarious. He's ridiculous. He is very derpy as well. <laughs> yeah, he's got like two pillows yes. wrapped, struck around his head. Yep. The group is a wandering band of sorcerers, and on the surface, they're there to rescue the town towns from Nemesis, but they hold a darker secret, which we'll get into in this episode. Mm-hmm. 
but he's saved by them and they are eccentric looking as all get out. One is almost looking like a clown or like an American gladiator. Yes. That's Don Bossman. And then Gigi's got the pillar on the head and the other two look somewhat normal. Yeah. And I like when they do their bravery quartet thing and Gigi messes it up. Yeah, he's facing the wrong way for their final pose. Yep, and he gets... Uh, Don he... Bossman gets very angry. <laughs> like, you screwed it up again! Yeah, he's saved by the bravery quartet. Uh, and they temporarily capture the nemesis. They wrap him in this cloth and it's got like a clock on it, essentially. Yeah, that ticks down until it's going to break open. Yeah, so they, they temporarily stun him and they... Uh, I basically tell the townsfolk, we're going to help you evacuate. Let's get out of here. And then Seth says, I want to fight with you guys. I want to defeat this thing. I'm a full-fledged sorcerer, too. You know, going through the whole thing. And so Don Bossman finds it admirable, says we're birds of a feather. And he says, if you can be a decoy while we help evacuate the town. He goes, don't get yourself killed. But if you want to fight, you can go ahead and fight the nemesis. You're, you're one of us, mm-hmm. you know. Tommy rushes off with a gentleman to rescue his dad from the bank, mm-hmm. and the fe- Seth starts fighting the nemesis again after it breaks out of the thing. He tries to punch it, and then he gets launched up in the air. Yeah, because it's like Baymax where he goes to Falcon punch him, and it just, you know, goes into him and then flings him out. Yeah, it's soft, and then it's hard, and so he rubber bands him right up into the air. He's like Vision. He's <laughs> <laughs> tying everything together. And so he, th- this fight ensues. Uh, they go through roundabout, and he finally tr- trips him up with a big chain, and kind of ties him up. And he's, you know, say trying to talk to him like, "What's your big deal?" And he just keeps going. Burr. Yeah, he sounds like Bunger. Yep. Uh, and then you find out that he can also use the Fantasia, and he shoots this big magical beam at him. Yes. And he barely gets out of the way of that. Yes. So the darker side of the Bravery Quartet is they enter the bank because they are going to rob the town in the confusion of the nemesis. Yeah, so what they normally do when a nemesis egg shows up is they help evacuate the city. And then when the city is empty, they go and just take all the money from the bank and then leave. Yep, and leave the nemesis uh, behind afterward. Yep. For somebody else to deal with. Yep. They kind of suck pretty hard. They do suck. It's not a bad plan if you want to be a bad person and make some money. Yeah, they're pretty good at that. Yeah. So, in the meantime, Alma is flying back from her nemesis job. Quote, unquote, it was a cow. It was a cow, and uh, she was like, I didn't think anyone else was as as dim-witted as Seth out there. (laughs) That was pretty funny. (laughs) Making fun of, you know, poking fun. But then she senses the actual nemesis and basically is praying that he doesn't do anything too rash until she gets there. Mm -hmm. The episode, after Seth escapes from the nemesis having tied him up, he ends up back. He ends up at the bank. Calls out the guys for robbing the place. But all the townsfolk that are tied up are like, "Oh my gosh, you were working with these guys the whole time. You were only friends with Tommy because his dad works at the bank." Yeah, and he's he's like, "That's you know." He's trying to actually still defend BS. himself. And they try to give him some money, and he punches Don Bossman and knocks him all the way back. Knocks the two unknown guys out of the way, and then Gigi knocks him on his butt. Yeah, apparently Gigi is super freaking strong. With yeah, he magic. he almost he pretty much one hit KOs him, knocks yes. him out, and they like, are we gonna kill him? They're like, no, we're just gonna leave him. And they're like, you can crawl, right? Get out of the way, otherwise then, you're SOL. I mean, their argument isn't incorrect, 
it's still bad, but it wasn't incorrect. They were trying to argue the fact that, like, why are you trying to help these people? All they do is the only reason they want you here is to defeat the nemesis. Then they're going to call the Inquisition on you. You can tell. And they were saying all sorts of mean stuff while he's trying to defend them and help them. It doesn't matter what sorcerers do. People just won't like them no matter what. So yeah, and why so the, even bother? Why be, Basically, he's like, why are you bothering to help them? You know, our life is easier this way. You know, and then we live up to their expectations and we get rich. So we don't really care. Yep. They're not necessarily wrong. They're not necessarily wrong, <laughs> but they're not good people. No, either. not at all. <laughs> Nemesis escapes reacting to Gigi's magic. It's able to break out of the chains uh, and it ends up in front of the bank after the quartet leaves. Uh, and Seth decides that he's going to take on this thing right head on and it starts to sh- charge up its beam again. And then it blasts. And he stops it with his hand somehow. Somehow, magically. The only thing that's... Are the four pillars of the bank are the only things remaining and the people tied up to them. Yeah, the people that were tied up to the pillars. And that's it. And Seth is basically splitting the beam on both sides by blocking it with his hands. Mm -hmm. It's not explained how he's blocking it with his hands when he was fighting this thing before. And doing absolutely nothing to it. But he is... uh, And then the quartet ends with the episode of them being shocked watching him defend from this crazy thing so yeah so alma didn't even make it, make it in this episode no so okay. what are your thoughts on this episode i liked it better than the first it gave you a little bit more action and you got to see you know what a nemesis is a derpy monster it's a derpy monster that's pretty much indestructible it feels really powerful for how derpy it yeah is. and so yeah and like he swings a sword at it and it breaks he throws a magic explosion Bot, like vile explosive at it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. he tries punching it it doesn't do anything no. he basically can stall it for a little bit and that's about all he he was able to do with it yeah if you can tie it up you can basically stall it for a small amount of time and then it'll break free yep yeah and they were able to cat you can see that they can be captured to momentarily but that mm-hmm. was the best they've got there too yes I was intrigued. I it makes me want more. I, I'm more excited to see the world outside of the town, get out of the beginner area, as it were, and get to somewhere else. Get it, through the tutorial. Get through the tutorial. Yeah, and get into the actual world. I'm really excited to see what they have to offer going forward. Me too. There's a lot of world building. I can't wait to see more sorcerers and see what they're what they're like. Yeah, because so far we have Alma and Seth. Who Seth really isn't a sorcerer yet? No, not not. He's more he's stronger than humans, but yes. that's about the best he's got going for so him. So we have those two, and then we have the Bravery Quartet, who are a bunch of jerks. Yep, and yep. that's it. So we're looking forward to what the future holds in the show. What would you give this episode? I'd give it an eight. Okay, I'm I'm about the same eight five again for me, same as the uh, the first episode. Or I said eight for the, I don't remember what I even said for the first one now. I'm getting confused with Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> As you can see, we record some podcasts the same day, <laughs> even though they come out later, everybody. I really like this show. Again, to restate, it's lighthearted. It's cute. There's some emotional stuff going on. But overall, this show is just really enjoyable. It's really fun. I highly recommend you guys check it out and see what you think about it. Yeah, I wouldn't highly recommend it yet, but I would definitely say watch the first couple episodes. Having seen up through six, I give it a highly recommend. Okay. It gets, 
it's what we're going to see coming up. Again, I'm up to six. After that one, we're learning together. So all, we're gonna, all bets are off. All bets are <laughs> off. But up through six, I really enjoy it. Uh, there is a main female protagonist that hasn't been introduced yet, and she's either in three or four where she gets introduced. Okay. And she's awesome. She's in the opening credits. Yeah, so. you see her, but you don't actually encounter her yet. But she's she's a lot like Seth. And it, they, their <laughs> dynamic is just really funny together. That is how you sold me on this. You're like, they're both idiots. <laughs> it, it really... There's no favoritism with them. They're both idiots. But they both have their really good qualities at the same time. So it's really funny. Excellent. I'm excited. All right. Well, looking forward to watching more of this, guys. And we're going to get more podcasts out on this one. If there's anything else you'd like us to watch, anything you'd like us to play... Please send us an email at game, oh, it's gamingmarriage at gmail.com or a message on Twitter at gamingmarriage. We'd love to hear from you and see what you uh, see what you think of the show. All right, later. Bye.